0: Welcome back to the Elite Level Lacrosse Podcast. I'm your host, Ross Mondello. Looking for some holiday gifts for your lacrosse player, fan, or friend? Sticks and Styles Lacrosse Company has it. Check them out on Instagram and on Etsy at stickstyllacrosse.etsy.com. And now, let's get into today's episode. Today's episode, we're going to dive right in to our 2024 Patriot League predictions. We're going to break down each team, where we have them ranked um, in the nine-team league, um, looking back and reflecting on the 2023 season, what we can look forward to as we move into the 2024 season, and we're going to start off with our number nine uh, team, Holy Cross. Last year, Holy Cross finished with a 1-3 overall record and 0-8 in the Patriot League. The last time they won a Patriot League game was back in 2021 when they beat Lafayette 10-7. to Um, They bring in 13 commits um, in the class of 2023. Um, All are three-star lacrosse recruits based on uh, information from inside lacrosse. Um, They bring in some good local talent, um, some talent from some some big-time high schools. Um, So looking at their recruiting class this year... You know, they, they have those kids coming in from Mass, um, from local states like New Hampshire, um, but also some, some recruits from Maryland, um, which is a good thing to see since their, their head coach um, used to be the assistant coach at the University of Maryland um, before he took over the Holy Cross program. So it's good to kind of see some of those, you know, relationships that I'm sure he built um, in recruiting for uh, the University of Maryland. Um, some of those recruits now coming from these big time high schools, starting to come to Holy Cross, um, you know, and and Holy Cross obviously has, has been down for a few years right now, um, but is looking to rebuild. You know, they are looking at, at bringing in some really top recruits. Um, they're looking to get some good recruiting classes, um, bringing in big numbers. You know, 13 recruits is a, is a good class um, to bring in. You know, and when we look back at 2023, you know, offensively, um, you know, they struggled in some areas. They were last in the league in goals per game with 8.79. Um, they were last in the league in points per game, assists per game, um, last in the league in shots per game and shots on goal per game. Um, so really, when you look at that, you know, their their offense isn't scoring enough points right now. And, and that's probably, you know... In the next couple recruiting cycles, they're going to start to look to to hopefully really bolster um, their offensive end. You know, bringing in some some guys that can you know put the ball in the back of the net at the attack position as well as the midfield position. uh, Position, you know, if you're you know scoring eight. To nine goals a game, that's just not gonna do it um, at the college level, especially in the Patriot League. Um, You know, they were last in the league in man up scoring percentage at 23%, where, you know, when we look at some of the other teams, you know, a a lot of the better teams, you know, the average teams are roughly somewhere around, you know, 30 to 35%. You know, and then you're gonna get, you know, up to where, you know, you have like a BU. who was, you know, above 50%, you know, so you really are looking at, you know, a team that really struggled to find the back of the net, especially struggled, you know, in man-up situations, you know, they were eighth in man-up goals per game, um, with less than one man-up goal a game, um, then you flip to the other side, you look at the defensive end, you know, some stats from 2023, you know, they were last in the, in the league and caused turnovers, eighth in ground balls. Last in overall turnovers uh, per game, and you know seventh in face offs um, at at forty two percent. You know, so just as you go across the board, you know, there's a lot of phases that that this team needs to improve in. You know, and it is going to take some time. Um, you know, with you know bringing in your recruits. You know, the last couple of years, you know, previous to last year, you know, have have been a little uncertain at times. So again, you know, bringing in a new head coach. Um, it's going to take some time for those recruits that he's really looking to bring in uh, to come in. Um, You know, they have a couple new assistant coaches as well. So, you know, their, their, their assistants and their staff, you know, are changing as well this year. Um, So hopefully bringing in some different philosophies. You know, they have some younger coaches coming in as well um, that will hopefully bring in, you know, a style of play that is a little bit more, you know, in tune to, you know, the Patriot League, you know, what this team is trying to do offensively and as well as defensively. And hopefully they can make some strides and some growth, you know, this coming year. Um, When you look at the goalie position, you know, saves per game, they were first in the league. Um, So their goalie is seeing a lot of shots. Um, Save percentage was six at 49.4%. Um, And they were last in goals against at 15.79. So again, those are just some stats, you know, looking at Holy Cross. You know, we have them ranked ninth this year. Um, They bring back, you know, a couple of scores. you know, in Matt Major, um, Henry Sheehan, William Stahl, Tyler Marmon, um, you know, but they really don't have anybody that has more than 17 points on the season. Um, So, you know, their, their returners, you know, really don't, didn't have a lot of points last year. Um they lost uh Thomas McIntyre who transferred to Villanova. You know, he was kind of their their guy. Uh was also a big time, you know, name within the league, you know, with 35 goals and 12 assists last year. You know, so losing him kind of hurts, you know, he had he had three goals against Syracuse last year. He had seven points against BU. Two points against Army, and we know how Army did last year. Um, and he had six goals versus Lehigh. So, you know, he was a guy that you could definitely build an offense around. Um, but, you know, losing him is going to be tough for this offense, you know, and you're just looking at it, you know, they're going to have to be, you know, uh, an offense by committee where it's going to have to be all six pieces that contribute to the scoring um, on the offensive end. You know, they have uh, Jordan Neso, uh, who won 40% last year at the faceoff X. Connor DiPiero, who uh, won 44%. So again, you know, they're looking at their faceoffs. You know, some of their guys are a little bit younger. You know, Neso is a sophomore. Um, but again, you know, can they take some steps to to be better? You know, last year in the league, you know, you had, you know, by you know, in regards to face-off guys, you had probably the best face-off guy um, in Sisselberger over at Lehigh. You know, we all know what he did last year, winning over sixty percent. Uh, you know, tops in in the league. You know, but then you have you know face-off guys at BU. You have a face-off guy at, at Army who is you know top ten in the country. So when you look at the the depth of face-off guys within the league last year. You know, when you're winning, you know, less than 45%, that's going to be tough, you know, to compete, you know, And, and again, when you have a hard time scoring goals, and you're winning less than 50% of your face offs you know that puts your defense on its heels. Um, you know they, they do return um, some depth at the defensive position with Miles Jackson. Um, you know he played in 14 games last year with 24 ground balls and seven cost turnovers. You have you know Luke Shoemaker, um, 14 games last year. Um, he had four goals, six cost turnovers. Michael um, you know Rincone and, and Peter Ro- uh, Roche. Who also, you know, played at the defensive end last year. Um, you know, their defensive unit. Most of those guys have 14 games under their belt, um, so that definitely helps. Um, Dawson Freres um, at, at you know, at the goalie position. You know, their goalie, you know, is a senior this year. You know, it's 16.19 goals against average last year, saved about 49% and started all 14 games. So again, when you look at this team, you know, they're bringing back a lot of pieces, you know, at the defensive position, you know, they're returning all of those parts, um, which should help. Um, You know, it definitely helps to have a, a senior heavy and laden uh, defense, you know, a lot of these guys have playing experience and you have a, you know, you have a senior at, at the goalkeeping position, which is huge. You also have, you know, a, a two guys that can take faceoffs for you. So again, you know, this team is, you know, in my predictions, probably I feel like going to finish in ninth. Um, it's, it's a tough conference. It's tough, especially, you know, when you don't have the scoring ability And the returning pieces, like many of these other teams and programs have, it's going to be tough for Holy Cross, you know, to compete next year. You know, are they two to three years away? I think so if they're bringing in the right recruits. Um, But again, you know, looking at it, you know, the defensive end of the field looks pretty solid for them. But I'm curious to see, you know, who's going to score for them? Um, Are they going to get the ball enough? You know, when you look at, you know, being last in the conference in, in shots per game, and shots on goal per game. You know, when you are just not taking enough shots, it it's going to be hard, you know, and when you're averaging less than 9 goals a game to to be competitive in this conference, you know, game in and game out, it's going to be tough. Um, We're going to move on to number eight, and we have Colgate sitting at number eight um, in our rankings. They finished the 2023 season with a record of two and nine and two and six in the Patriot League. Um, Last time they won more than five games in a season was back in 2018 when they finished seven and eight overall. Um, They are bringing in 14 recruits. They have a lot of guys, um, you know, that are returning that were either, you know, Freshmen last year um, sophomores last year that did contribute quite a bit at the offensive end um, there's a big question mark for this team at the faceoff X um, we'll talk about that when we kind of break down you know their key returners um, going into the 2024 season but again they bring in 14 recruits uh, they have one four-star 13 three-star recruits um, and again when we look at their offense you know their offense finished you know six in the league in goals per game at, at 11. Um, 7th in points per game with 16.73 points per game, 8th in assists per game, 7th in shots on uh, per game, and as well as shots on goal per game. So again, you know, they are kind of towards the bottom of the the conference, you know, in shots per game. You know, when we look at some of the teams that we have projected to, you know, finish in the top four, you're going to see a trend of, you know. These teams shooting in in the mid to high forties um in shots per game, you know so there's a difference there when you know you have a team that maybe is taking forty five shots forty eight shots to thirty eight per game um you know ten less shots you know, and a shooting percentage you know its it's it's something that it, it's hard for an offense if they're not taking enough shots, not getting enough looks you know they're they're not in maybe the best rhythm that they want to be in. They're not getting the looks that they want. You know, if you're getting a lot of shots, yes, you're going to be adjusting as the game goes on. But again, you want your offense gaining opportunities and, you know, taking shots and good quality shots and shots on goal um, are very important. When we look at their man up unit, they finished seventh. In man-up scoring percentage at thirty-three point three percent, and they finished seventh in man-up goals per game with less than one per game. Um, when we look at their defense, you know their defense finished fifth in caused turnovers. You know they were turning the ball over about eight times per game. Um, they were six in the league in ground balls per game at thirty percent. And again, some of that does contribute to you know causing turnovers. Um, also contributes to winning face-offs. You know, but this team is kind of at the lower end of the of the league in in ground balls per game so you know a stat that they're probably going to look at this year is you know how can they get that number up Um, it just the more ground balls you're acquiring the more uh, uh, possession you're going to have the more possession time you're going to have as well Um, and the more times you can give the ball hopefully to your offense Um, you know they finish fifth in the league uh, overall in turnovers per game um, and then they finish fourth in face-off wins um, and we'll talk about you know some of their their losses at the face-off x you know they lost two guys um, through the transfer portal so we'll talk a little bit about that as well um, and then when we look at their goalkeeping you know saves per game they finished third in the league with 12.27 um, saves per game Save percentage was fifth in the league at 50.6%. So right there, you're kind of looking at, you know, save percentage, you know, right there at the middle and at the middle and the average of the league, you know, being 50%. Um, So again, that margin of error for save percentage, you know, is quite a bit, you know, if your goalie is not saving the ball more than 50%, um, it's going to really put a strain on your defense. They're, they finished six in goals against. 11.94. With 11.94. Um, so again, when we look at Colgate, you know, again, they finished with a two and nine record, two and six in the Patriot League. Um, they had a lot of young guys that they had, you know, playing at the offensive end. Um, and we'll talk about some of those guys in a minute. They definitely have, you know, a, a good returning attack unit, you know, with uh, Rory Connor, Michael Minicus, Jack Turner, um, you know, when we look at Connor, you know, he finished last year with 37 points um, as a sophomore. Turner finished with 17 points as a sophomore. You know, those are two returning juniors, um, as well as Michael Minicus, senior attackman with 33 points last year. Um, You know, so they do have that core group of of their attack unit coming back. Um, The midfield is a little thin. You know, they have sophomore Hunter Druin, who had nine goals and three assists for 12 points, um, and Colin Rumpenstein, um, the senior returns, who had 10 points last year, six goals and four assists. So again, you know, they do have that that's, that core unit on the attack, um, all returning, but can they get some more support um, from the midfield? You know, it, it would be nice to see, you know, some more goal scores, you know, some more guys, you know, especially their, their two middies, you know, yes, they have 12 and 10 points respectively, but you'd like to see a little bit more and you'd like to see a little bit more depth. Um, we talked about the faceoff uh, position. You know, um, they they lost Ethan Kronk to Mammoth. Uh, he played in four games last year, went about 47%. Um, Thomas Colucci ended up transferring to Virginia. He played in 11 games last year, um, won about 49%. Um, but he had some, some good games. You know, He went 50% against Army, 55% against Loyola. Um, and we know those two teams are right there at the, the top end of this conference. Um, and he went 64% against Harvard. You know, so he has that potential. Um, you know, is it that you know, he just could benefit from some better wing play? Um, it's going to be interesting to see. But he did transfer to Virginia. So again, their two top guys um, are gone. Um, and then they also graduated uh, a player. So again, you know, they're, they're three top guys, not on the roster. So it's going to be, you know, some younger guys that are going to have to step in. Um, you know, they return a junior goalkeeper in Matt Lacombe, who was twelve and thir- uh, 12.13 in goals against average last year and saved about 50% of his uh, of the shots that he saw that were on net. Um, So again, you know, they do return another piece. Um, And again, they're kind of a a younger team with some seniors kind of sprinkled in there. You know, when you look at your attack unit, you know, you do have that one senior, um, but you have two juniors. You know, these are some younger guys that are now stepping in and starting to now become upperclassmen. Um, You know, you got a junior goalkeeper, Um, you know, when you look at their, you know, defense, Aiden uh, Murnane, uh, returning junior. He was fifth in the Patriot League with 1.73 cost turnovers per game. Uh, he led the team with 19 cost turnovers. He had 32 GBs on the season. Um, so, again, he's going to be a, a big piece for them. Um, they did lose Donnie Gerhardt, um, who was a captain last year, um, and they also lost Michael Leah. Um, you know, both started all for uh, 11 games. They do have Max Yates returning. Um, he played in 11 games last year at the LSM position. He had 38 ground balls, 16 cause turnovers, uh, two goals and three assists. And Quinn Fitzsimmons um, is another guy that played in, in 11 games, um, had five ground balls, two cause turnovers, and, and another junior. Um, so you see a theme here, you know, a couple juniors at the defensive position, junior in net. You know, who's going to be that face-off guy? A couple juniors on attack, um, a sophomore, you know, uh, at the midfield who had the most points for their midfield last year. Um, so they do have some younger guys. So I think this team is, is, is a year or two away. Um, I think, you know, their juniors are definitely going to, you know, have to step up and step in to, you know, these bigger roles on the team. Um, and if they can learn and grow as the season goes on, It'll only benefit them moving, you know, from the 24 season to 2025, um, as these guys are now seniors. Um, so again, we have, you know, coming in at the eighth spot, uh, Colgate. We're going to move on to our number seven pick um, in the league. You know, we have Bucknell finishing seventh overall. Um, we're going to look at their 2023 season. You know, they finish with a record of three and 10, uh, 2 and six in the Patriot League. And you know they lost to you know some of the better teams in the conference by not much you know they lost to Lehigh by three uh, Lehigh had the you know the one of the best the best face off guy in the country, um, let alone the league. they had you know some really big pieces at the offensive end you know they had a, a solid goalkeeper, so Lehigh very good last year, and you know to lose to them by three just shows that you know. Even though Bucknell, you know, finished with a three and ten record, two and six in league, um, they were, you know, right there with, with some of these teams that were at the top um, and finished at the top of the of the Patriot League. You know, they lost to BU by two and they lost to Loyola and Lafayette by one. Um, Lafayette's one of those teams that's definitely, you know, each year is taking, you know, a couple steps further um, in building their program back up um, and competing. You know, they played in the Patriot League um, playoffs last year, you know, for the first time in, in a long time. You have Loyola who ended up upsetting, you know, a Hopkins team and a Maryland team early on. Um, you have BU who ended up winning, you know, the Patriot League regular season championship last year um, before they lost in the semifinals. You know, so BU had a, had a remarkable season last year. And then Lehigh was just, you know, one of those really good, you know, top teams in the conference. You know, so they they lost some close games. You know, hopefully with, you know, some of these big pieces returning, could they finish higher than seven? I think so. Could they end up finishing in the, in the five spot or the four spot? Yes, um, they did lose a couple of guys, you know, at, at the defensive end, at the defensive midfield position. Um, but again, they do have you know some really good pieces coming back, and this is kind of a team that I I slated for seventh, but definitely could finish a lot higher. They could finish fifth. They could finish fourth. Um, you know, if the it, it all comes together for them, you know, and they do start off really strong. This team could really be there competing with some of the best in the Patriot League. You know, when you look at their offense, their offense finished 4th in the league in goals per game with 11.31, 4th in points per game at 18.31, 3rd in assists per game, 7th in shots per game with 41 shots and shots on goal at 24.62. Um, they their man up unit finish fourth in man up scoring percentage at 45% and they finished second in man up goals per game um, with 1.85 so very close to having you know two man up goals per game um, which is very good you know and then you look at their their man up offense at 4- 45.3% that actually had them ranked number 16 in the ncaa standings you know so out of all d1 teams they were ranked 16th in man up offense last year um and they return a lot of a, a lot of a, a lot of guys a lot of point getters a lot of goal scores you know guys that have good balance you know when you look at it you know they they've got guys that can finish the ball they have guys that can share the ball um uh, and that helps to the success of your man up unit um as well as your offense when we look at the defensive end You know, and this is the area where I think has the most question marks, um, especially when when you lose Hank Bethel um, transferring to um, NJIT. You got Andrew Stanzel, uh, who's transferring to to Michigan, Danny Striano, who's transferring to UNC. Um, Those are big pieces, you know, even though you've got your your goalie returning um, and you've got some other, you know... Uh, you have a returning defender that's a senior. You've got some some guys that are sophomores that are having to step up. You know, I think if they had those guys returning, you know, potentially, you know, for their senior year, fifth year, um, I think that this team definitely would have been in the top four. Um, when you look at their defense, they were fifth in cause turnovers per game with eight point three six. They were six in ground balls per game, fifth in overall turnovers. Fourth in face-offs with fifty point nine percent, so right there at the league average, you know. And their defense was ranked number three in the NCAA. It caused turnovers with eleven point four six per game. Um, so they they were they were turning the ball over, you know, quite a bit. Um, you know, so really when you look at this team, you know, they were they were solid this past year um, on the offensive end. There had some some. You know, definitely some areas where they want to improve offensively, you know, maybe, you know, getting more shots per game, getting their shots on goal percentage higher. Um, But again, their man up unit was was very solid. You know, their defense, you know, they're losing some pieces to a defense that was kind of average in the league. Um, And then when you look at the goalie position, you know, their goalies saves per game were ranked six in the league with 11.3 one. Um, save percentage was 88th in the league at 47.6%. And then they were seventh in goals against, you know, so they were, they were letting in a lot of goals. Um, you know, so again, it's just, you know, are they going to have enough depth at the defensive position and guys to step in um, to, you know, really help this team compete, um, you know, to make it to the Patriot League uh, playoffs? Um, I think offensively, You know, they've got, you know, senior Dutch uh, Furlong, who had 21 goals and 35 assists. Connor Davis with 25 and 5 for 30 points last year. Um, You know, those two pieces are returners. They've got Will Hopkins with 17 goals and 12 assists. Cam Doolin, Michael Mayer, uh, Jack Dudas all return, you know, and they had 27, 25, and 12 points respectively, you know, so they have a lot of guys returning, a lot of point getters returning. Um, they have Brendan Coyle, uh, senior who won 40% last year as their primary faceoff guy. Uh, he had 29 GBs and three goals, um, so again, they've got a veteran stepping in, you know, and Lehigh graduates, their top guy, but again, Army BU still have their, their top guys um, coming back. Um, you have Lafayette, who has their top guy coming back, who's a senior. You know, so there's going to be a lot of competition you know, and, and a lot of battles at the Faceoff X this year. Uh, Jazzinelli. Uh, Coming back for his sophomore season, Uh, he played really well versus Harvard, BU, and Army. Um, Five of his last six games was you know fifty percent or better um, as his save percentage. You know, and he finished the season with forty-eight percent. But again, those are some big teams that he's playing against, um, and really impressive that he was able to have you know a save percentage better than fifty percent against those teams. So the the potential is there, Ken he be consistent we'll have to wait and see Uh, you know losing some some depth at the defense and defensive midfield position um, might hurt Um, but again we'll have to see if some of these younger guys can step up and step in Um, you know he had had a goals against average of 12.53 percent so again you know they've got those pieces right there the defensive side of the ball they do return senior Duncan Hill. He played in 12 games last year with 15 GBs, nine cause turnovers. Um, but losing Bethel and Stanzel, um, it, it's really gonna, gonna hurt this team. You know, those are guys that, that started every game. Um, Stanzel going to Michigan was a second team All-Patriot League last year. He was ninth in the NCAA with 2.08 cost turnovers per game. Um, and Hank Bethel, also a second-team All-Patriot League um, you know, player. So again, those guys are are solid. Then you kind of look at Danny Striano, who, again, uh, d MIDI transfers to UNC. Um, he had 60 ground balls last year. Um, and in three years, he's had 151 ground balls, 26 cost turnovers, five goals and 12 assists as a D-Mitty. Um, so uh, crazy stats from him. You know, but losing him on, you know on the face off, on the wing, um, and at the defensive midfield position, I think is going to hurt this team. Um, and it's a huge pickup for UNC, um, but it really hurts this Bucknell you know defense. will Pickering, John Young, both returned, both are sophomores, both played in 13 games. Um, Pickering started 11, had 20 GBs and seven caused turnovers. Uh, Joe Young, um, predominantly LSM played in 13 games last year 24 ground balls nine cost turnovers so again they do have some guys that played you know a significant amount of time you know can they gel together can they fill in you know for some of these missing pieces at the defensive end and again I think you know if their offense continues to keep you know building some consistency being more consistent um, getting more shots per game and getting those shots on goal um, I think will help. And, you know, defensively, it'll be interesting to see, you know, who are some of these younger guys that are going to fill in. Can they fill in and can they help Bucknell, you know, finish above seventh um, as our prediction this year? Um, we'll have to wait and see. Um, We've got two more teams that we're going to talk about today, um, our number five and number six ranked teams. Um, And then we're going to be back next week um, for our next podcast where we're going to talk about the top four teams. We're going to break those top four teams down. Um, So right now we're going to move into our number six pick. Um, We feel like Lafayette is going to finish sixth in the conference this year, um, they are just really making some great strides um, as a program and have a lot of, of seniors here. As we said with Bucknell, you know, if you know Bucknell can kind of, you know, fill in some of these missing pieces at the defensive end, can their offense be a little bit more efficient? Can their goalie, you know, Start the way he finished last year, can they get a little bit more from their face off guy? You know Bucknell is definitely a team that could you know move up. you know we could see them finishing fifth or sixth, same thing with Lafayette. you know we have them at six, but they could finish top four we they could finish in the four spot, the five spot um, they're a team that just you know when you look through um it is senior senior, 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 one right after another, um so they do have that. Heavy senior presence um, in their starting lineup, you know, and we're going to talk a little bit more about them. But I feel like you know this Lafayette program um, is moving in the right direction. Will they finish higher than sixth? You know, it we'll have to wait and see. Um, but this program is just moving in the right direction, and I love what they're doing, and I love the way that they're building. You know, this program they they bring in ten recruits. Um, you know, and we'll talk about those recruits in a second. Um, but they finished twenty twenty three. With an overall record of six and nine and they finished three and five in the patriot league which was which was you know you look at it and it's it's a losing record in the patriot league but when you look at their last eight seasons um, this is by far the best season that they've had in a long time you know 2023 saw them win three patriot league games um, and finished six and nine overall it's the most success that this program has had um, when looking back over the last eight years um, and then they lost in the quarterfinals to Lehigh 12 to eight. You know, so they, they made strides. You know, this was the first time they've won the most games um, in the Patriot League in the last eight years. And they actually made it to, you know, the Patriot League playoffs. Um, so it, it's again, this program is, is moving in the right direction. You know, are they there yet to win the league? Um, we'll have to wait and see. But again, they're definitely put positioning themselves to be better and better each year. Um, and, you know, I'm sure the athletic department and the athletic director uh, loves what they see from this program. You know, this program was, you know, was really down at the bottom of all of Division I for a while Um And the resurgence of this program over the past few years has has been great for not only the program, the conference, um, but lacrosse overall. You know, they had some close losses last year, too. You know, they lose to BU by two. They lose to Navy by three. Loyola and Lehigh by four. You know, so they're closing the gap there. You know, they, you know, when you look at it, BU ends up, you know, winning the regular season championship. Loyola, we know what they did last year. You know, they had a really great start to their season. They had a couple bumps along the way. Uh, Lehigh, very solid last year as well. You know, when you're facing Sisselberger um, and that offensive unit, um, to lose by four, it it means that, you know, you're, you're able to lose, you know, face-offs and be able to get stops at the defensive end. Um, you know, and Navy, again, too, is, is another program that's really making great progress, great strides, um, you know, over the last couple of years. So again, you know, they are competing, Lafayette's competing with the top teams in this conference. You know, they brought in 10 recruits um, from the class of 2023. Um, all 10 were three-star recruits. You know, and they're just adding some some depth to what they already have in some really good balance offensively, you know when you look at their offense, yes, they finished fifth in the league in goals per game at eleven point one three um they were six in points per game, seventeen point three one um they finished seventh in the conference in assists, so you'd definitely like to see that number come up a little bit um and eighth in shots per game and these were these were the the two stats that I feel like. You know in the off season they really have to address these you can't be a team that's really that's trying to make it to the Patriot League playoffs get to the semifinals you know each year um, and your team is is only taking thirty seven shots per game you know that was their average last year and only twenty two shots are on net um, you can't finish eighth and seventh in shots per game and shots on goal per game, Um, you know, coupled with, you know, a lower ranking in assists and a lower ranking in points, you know, those those numbers have to go up. Um, So they need to figure out how can they get more shots per game and how can they, you know, be more efficient with the shots that they're getting? How can they finish these shots and at least, you know, put them on net? Um, when you look at their man up unit, their man up unit was was very solid. They were ranked number twenty in the NCAA um, in in man up at forty four point six. Um, you know they finished in the conference third in man up scoring um, percentage, third in man up goals per game with a little over one point five man up goals per game. Um, so again, right there in the top twenty in the NCAA in man up. So again, they're bringing back a lot of offensive pieces. Their man-up unit very solid. I think they just need to figure out how to get, you know, how to generate more shots, get more efficient shots on net, and and, and look at finishing the ball a little bit more. Um, you know, when you look at their defense, their defense, you know, was ranked eighth in cost turnovers per game, ninth in ground balls, second in overall turnovers per game, sixth in face-off wins. They were ranked number 16 in the NCAA in their man down defense um, at 68.4%. So again, their man down and man up unit in the top 20 in the country. Um, So those are are great building blocks for this program moving forward. Couple that with, All the pieces returning, the success that they had last year, you know, finishing six and nine, you know, finishing with the most wins in Patriot League, you know, um, regular season wins in in over eight years and making it, you know, to the playoffs. um, Those are big things to build on. You know, when you look at their goalkeeping, they ranked fifth in the league with saves per game at 11.38. Um, They ranked ninth in the league in safe percentage at 47% and eighth in goals against at 12.71. So again, you know, when we look at, you know, their team, I think they're poised to continue to to grow. Um, I think they could finish higher than sixth. um, But again, it's kind of that like wait and see. You know, this team is progressively year in and year out getting a little bit better and a little bit better, um, you know, and... If they could slide up into that fifth spot, I think that's great for them. Um, you know, again, they made big improvements. they lost some close games to big teams. Um, they bring back, you know, all three attackmen,, you know, and, and a lot of midfielders that are now seniors. They have Charlie Cuniff, uh, 19 goals, 27 assists. Peter Lehman, 29 goals, nine assists. Calvin Craham, 26 goals, 12 assists. John Mathis, 18 goals, four assists. Carter Cecil, eleven goals, eight assists. Riley Sullivan uh, with seventeen points on the season last year, and Liam Sargent with fifteen points last year. You know, so that right there, you know, you're bringing back, you know, almost seven of your top scores from last year. Um, you know, and then you look at, you know, they did lose Ryan Duncan um, to the transfer portal. Uh, But again, he had 20 points last year. So he kind of sits there right in the middle, um, you know, again, of their their top eight. You know, they're returning seven of their top eight scores from last year Um, at the faceoff X. They have Aiden Kelly, um, you know, who won 42 percent last year Um, in 2022. He will. He went 46 percent. So numbers were down a little bit. um, But again, you know, he's going up against some some really great competition um, in the Patriot League um you know again it, it's going to be interesting to see can he get back to 46% can he push to 50% um that's kind of one of those wait and sees um joe Doherty, uh goalkeeper you know back off of his freshman season you know started all 16 games last year 46% save percentage can he get these numbers up you know can he get his save percentage higher Can he get his goals against average lower? You know, he finished with 12.95 goals against. Um, He's got to get those numbers, you know, in that case down, and he's got to get his save percentage up. And if he can, he's going to position his team to to really be successful. You know, when we look at the defensive end, Sean Rushton, um, who returns as a senior, three time captain, two time uh, second team, all Patriot League last year. He played 13 games, 28 ground balls, eight cost turnovers so you've got that big piece returning um, you know and then they bring back Tommy McGee um, who's a senior he played in 14 games last year with 38 ground balls, 16 cause turnovers um, you got Nico Jakimowicz, um, who's a senior played in 13 games, 23 ground balls 10 cost turnovers you know so they've got those pieces at the defensive end um, you know. And you know they do lose some guys to you know some other programs, but they don't lose the key pieces you know at the defensive end in net at the face off x and at the offensive end um, so again, you know this team is definitely moving in in the right direction um you know when you look at their record, you know in two thousand and twenty two they were four and eleven so they improved from four and eleven to six and ten. In conference, you know, 2022, they finished 1-7 in, in the conference, and then they improved to 3-5. and You know, I would like to see this team continue to make that growth um, and continue to maybe get to 500 in conference or better. Um, that would be, I think, really great for this program uh, who is definitely moving in the right direction. Um, the last team that we're going to talk about today is our number five pick um, as we're predicting, you know, our... Preseason predictions for the Patriot League. Um, Again, things can change. We own with injuries, um, with, you know, freshmen that maybe, you know, are really growing and developing after, you know, their fall ball season, you know, the winter session, now moving into the regular season. Are these guys, they're guys that could step in. Um, We'll have to wait and see. Um, But again, our number five pick for our Patriot League preseason predictions um, is Lehigh. You know, Lehigh finished twenty twenty three with a record of ten and five. They finished six and two in the Patriot League. Um, they do have a first year head coach. Um, they ended up losing, you know, Coach Cassis um, to Virginia this past summer. Um, so again, that transition of a new head coach. Even though he was an assistant, you know, he's going to try to put his his thumbprint, you know, his footprint. On this program, um, being a former player, being a part of the program for a while, um, you know he is definitely knows what Lehigh lacrosse looks like, sounds like, plays like, um, what kind of recruits they go after and bring in. Um, so again, you know, are they going to skip a beat? You know, from a program perspective, I don't think so. Um, when you look at like some of the key pieces that they lost. Um, they lost quite a bit um, to the transfer portal, to graduation. So it's going to be a lot to overcome. Uh, but again, right now we have them at five. Um, and again, predicting Lehigh at five, this team here um, you know, could exceed expectations. They could end up finishing right here at number five. They could be a team that you know, is just kind of now rebuilding. Um, and then they slide a little bit, and they allow a team like Lafayette, um, like Bucknell, to kind of slide up. Um, but again, we'll talk a little bit about some of their key pieces returning. Um, but a lot of the offensive numbers that we're going to share are based on and predicated on you know the pieces that they had last year um, that are no longer there. Um, you know, they finished second in the league in goals per game with thirteen point seven three. Um, they finished second in points per game with 22.53 second in assists per game at 8.80. And a lot of those assist numbers um, are from the departed Christian Mule, um, who we know is now moved on to Syracuse. Um, So again, you know, are they going to be able to replicate those assist numbers again? Those points per game uh, totals again? Um, it's going to be a little bit of a different cast of characters that are going to have to step in, uh, keep this offense rolling. You know, they finish fifth in the conference in shots per game at forty, um, second in shots on goal per game at twenty six point four. Their man up unit finished fifth um, in man up scoring fourth in man-up goals per game with a a little over 1.5 man-up goals per game. Um, When you look at just national ranking, their offense finished 13th in points per game, 22.53. Nationally, they finished 17th in scoring offense, fifth nationally in assists. So again, this offense was right there in the top twenty in a lot of categories. You know their man up unit finished twenty first um, with a man up scoring percentage of forty four point four, which was good for twenty first in the country, and they finished number three in shot percentage at thirty four point two. Um, so again, you know their their offense, you know, lost quite a bit. Are they going to be able to replicate these kind of numbers again this year? We'll have to see. Um, there are some guys coming back and there's going to be some new pieces that are going to have to step in. You know when you look at you know rat they were also ranked number 16th in the country um, in win percentage at 66.7%. Um, their scoring margin, was two point two zero, which had them ranked number eighteen in the country. They were also ranked number three in the country in ground balls, with thirty seven point three three ground balls per game. Um, and also looking at their faceoff winning percentage, they were at sixty three point four percent. And you know, you lose uh, Mike Sisselberger, second team All American, um, you know, faceoff guy. And that's gonna be you know almost traumatic for for a team. You know you're losing that, plus a, you know a ton of guys at the offensive end. Um, you know, we'll get into some of their key returners, but you know they're gonna to have to figure out where those next pieces are that are gonna help progress this offense, keep it consistent and keep it moving forward, as well as you know who's gonna be the face off guy. Um you know when you look at their defense, they finish fourth in the conference and cause turnovers. First in ground balls, eighth in overall turnovers, first in face off wins, um, they were ranked number eleven in the country um, in cause turnovers with nine point six seven cause turnovers per game. Um, so again, you know, they finished fourth in the conference, but ranked number eleventh in the country. You know so there's four teams that are in the top eleven in the country in cause turnovers coming from the Patriot League. Um, then you have saves per game. They were ranked fourth in the league. Save percentage fourth in the league, and fourth in the league in goals against. You know, so they return. You know, uh, honorable mention All American Scott Cole had forty nine goals and twenty six assists. You know, he's going to be the key piece down at the attack position. Um, when you look at the other pieces around him, you've got Dakota Airman, uh, thirteen goals and four assists. Quinn Armstrong with nine goals and three assists. And Grant Rodney with 10 goals and one assist. You know, so once you get past Scott Cole at 75 points, the next guy has 17. You know, that's a big discrepancy. You know, and we talked about how the offense lost Christian Mule, the attackman now at Syracuse, Um, John Sadorsky, tackman now uh, moving on to Rutgers. You have Justin uh, Tiernan, who transferred to Michigan. You have K, uh, goalie Caleb Gresser, um, you know, from Marquette. So, again, you've got some guys that are definitely, that are moving on. And, you know, for first-year head coach, Will Scudder, um, you know, he's going to have to rebuild that offense. You know, at the faceoff X, the the. Next guy that could step in um, is a returning junior in Sean Dow. Um, he went fourteen of thirty last year, so only took thirty faceoffs. Um, was forty six percent in eleven games. You know, so small sample size, solid. You know, faceoff win percentage. Um, but when you have Sisselberger, who's taking you know predominantly every single faceoff, um, and then goes on to the PLL, becomes a PLL All Star. And helps his team win a PLL championship. That's a tall order and a tall task um, for the next guy to step in. Um, So we'll have to wait and see. Um, But in goal, they've got Nick Pacora, senior who's returning. He started 14 of 15 games last year. Um, Had a save percentage of 51%. And his goals against average per game was 11.36. You know, so again, solid average in the league. Um, He's going to need to do a little bit more this year, um, especially if they're rebuilding this offense. You know, they return, you know, uh, junior Timmy Curlin, um, who had 23 GBs, four cost turnovers, Uh, Colin Fowler, um, potentially, hopefully doing a fifth year with the team, Um, 12 GBs, two cost turnovers, Uh, Richard Checo, who was an honorable mention All-American last year um, with 64 ground balls and 54 cause turnovers. Um, So again, they've got some pieces there. They've got a bunch of defensive midfielders in Kellen uh, Mathias, Giovanni Procanini, um, and Raul Raul Ocho-Terrena. Um, so again, they've got a bunch of guys at the defensive midfield position um that definitely could step in and 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 pick up the slack. You know, so when you look at this team, they're definitely built from the goalie um to the poles to the D middies, you know, and then the question marks become face off X and then offense. Um so again, if they can if they can, you know, identify the guys that are gonna step in. Um, and start to get them meaningful reps um, you know this team definitely can finish fifth um, if they struggle offensively you know it's gonna put the defense on its heels um, and we could see them maybe slide a little bit. Um, again you know last year they finished six and two in conference um, but again they lose a ton of, of, of goal scores a ton of talent um, at the offensive end so it'll be interesting to see can some of those guys you know step in who's going to step in for Mike Sisselberger after graduating, um, as well as Judah Hicks, who graduated at the defensive end. You know, those are two guys that came back for their fifth years. Um, but again, you know, they're bringing in 13 commits, um, six four-star recruits. You know, so those are guys that definitely could potentially step in. Um, and then they have seven three-star recruits. So again, there's a, there's a lot of pieces, you know, coming in, you know, hopefully to help that offensive end. You know, can some of the guys that, you know, didn't get as much time last year. Start to now fill in as those pieces at the offensive end. You know, I feel like the defense is going to be pretty solid for Lehigh. But again, the face-offs and, and the offensive end are where I think they have the biggest question marks. Um, As we move forward um, into our next episode, our next episode is going to bring you a little bit more Patriot League, you know. Before we bring you a little bit more on on another conference, and you know, that's kind of the route that we're going to go. We're going to take a look at, you know, unless something major comes out, um, big announcements from either the NCAA, um, from the PLL, you know, we're going to now gear up for that NCAA season. um, That's you know a few months away. So we're going to wrap up uh, the Patriot League next week. We're going to talk about our top four. Who's going to finish number one? Is it going to be Navy? Is it going to be, you know, BU? Is it going to be Loyola? Where would we have Army um, coming off, you know, their little run in the NCAAs? Where do we have these four teams um, as we look to kind of conclude and wrap up our predictions for the Patriot League? Um, hopefully you enjoyed our episode. Um, Follow us on Facebook, follow us on Instagram, and hopefully you enjoy the episode, and we'll see you next time.